What have we here? These guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Did you know the first word in the Phantom Menace novel is Tatooine? Uh, Isn't that... Just think about that. I'm thinking I'm about it. I'm Commander. Tatooine. What does it say Tatooine. after that? It gets all descriptive and stuff? No, the first word in the entire book, the first two chapters, take place on Tatooine in uh, the Phantom ne- bleh, the Phantom Dennis the, the Phantom novel. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tatooine. And it talks about the, the dual burning suns and Anakin Skywalker getting ready for the raceway. Those are the first two chapters. How interesting. In the fan- in the Phantom Menace novel. You've That's blo- why I, I bought this. You've blown my mind. Uh, how far are you? Is the novel better than the movie? I have, I'm have. i not going to even say that I've started. I've read a first couple. <laughs> I'm changing our podcast name. I got this book. I haven't read it. <laughs> Next episode, well, I, mean, I got this new a, book. I haven't read that either. I heard about this book. I purchased it. Don't know what it's about. Um, oh, yeah, but I thought it was that's why I purchased it because well one I've always wanted to read the prequels because I think the prequel books might be a lot better than uh, how they came out on film yeah um, especially we were talking about on the Patreon call yesterday about um, how the Revenge of the Sith novelization gets super in depth during uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin's fight and they talk a lot more back and forth and yeah. it's like it gets a little more brutal and kind of fucks with your mind <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, I'm excited to kind of dive into that, but it'll probably be, I don't know, two or three years before I open it up. But, uh, before you finish chapter one of the first one, mm-hmm. is there, did you skip ahead and read parts of the fight or are you waiting? You just, you just heard that it was cool. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it was, uh, I think Jacob Weiss looked it up on uh, Reddit and they were talking about how much better the, the novels were. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Sorry. Jamie just said the phantasmal drangus. And that's the name of the episode. Phantasmal Drangus. <laughs> we got a, a, a celebrity a shout out for the, the title here. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying. Celebrity shout out. Is Jamie a celebrity? Could be. Celebrities don't have to buy their own gas. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. I'm just kidding. Hopefully I'll, I'll be out to see you guys soon. Jamie and Padilla. Padilla. I always forget. Sorry. I'm American. I don't forget. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, we got Esteban here in the chat. Wants to know if we like Metallica. Um, yes, of course. I was actually randomly listening to an old episode of ours before we got our actual music or our actual background music and everything ironed out. And we were talking about Metallica like nonstop. And you asked, uh, "Who is your favorite? Not the best. Your favorite uh, metal vocalist?" And I think we both said Randy Blythe. I, I still hold by that. I yeah. think he was one of the best, uh, uh, yeah, vocalists. He's out of control. Mopar with the greatest so, sweater ever. Yes, everyone loves your sweater. <clears throat> oh, you know what? Uh, we've seen I, it I was wearing. Times, uh, but show it off, Doctor Dre. Yeah, Doctor Steve Brule. Um, cool guy. <laughs> I was wearing this at the uh, the uh, tattoo convention that I went at, and I just had like every other person just, hey, I like it. <laughs> I literally thought you were going to say at the Tatooine convention. (laughs) At the Tatooine convention. Tatooine? Who works? 
I was wearing this at the Tatooine outlet ball. Shut the fuck up. Okay, right, guys. I'm done with this. Uh, this is episode 135. Take a look. What's going on back here? I'm finally in my office. Oh. After months of recording in the white walls of the conference rooms, I'm finally moving. White walls. <laughs> yes, that. Exactly. I know how upset they were about the fucking white walls because I'm still <laughs> dealing with them. So goddamn bright. Oh, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And it actually, like you mentioned before we started, it kind of helps with the camera too, not having blank white walls. But there's still some some gaps in the wall back there. I got, a, got some things to do, hang some more shelves, but it's coming along. Yeah, man. I, I like it. And I don't I'm have, have to... to uh, I'm going to have to consider the same thing when I move. Yeah. Hopefully when we move, I'll get, we'll have a two-bedroom. Yeah. And I can just have an extra shit. Well, just hang a green screen behind you. That'll solve all the lighting problems that you have possibly could ever have. It won't because it might. unless the green screen's like, I guess I could bring it real, real close. Yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how it happens. Yeah. Okay. But, so what are we talking about today? Today, we don't have shit to talk about. Black Panther. Black Panther was, was am- amazing. We have plenty of to talk about. You thought it was amazing? Yeah, I thought it was great. All right. We'll get into that. <laughs> so that means um, we have plenty to talk about. Uh... <laughs> Disney is quite possibly dropping EA, um, which I thought was a fucking letter from God. Anakin himself <laughs> sent that tweet or whatever it was. Plagueis uh, must have planted exactly, that news inside Disney's fucking uh, uterus. You know, it's it's just upsetting. You have so much possibility. And even though we ended up kind of mediocre liking uh, Battlefront, I mean, um, fun, there's just so much possibility. Really you're missing out on pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, see, that is how much you're missing out on. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> and I can't talk about it. I, ugh, EA, step your shit up, or EA is gonna drop kick you, kick you apart. Yeah. So, who was in the the group chat? Um, maybe it was Padilla or Anakin Sandcrawler or something was saying that listed off all the games that got made between like 2003 and 2005, and there was like nine or 11 in just like two years. And then we fast forward to now. And then since Disney took over, we've had two games in like five years. But they're not two games. They're the same fucking game. Very true. Well, and both of them are mediocre. If you don't count the Lego Star Wars stuff. I don't. That's come on. Then, yeah, we just had uh, a one to and what a half you games. Said. It's not Star Wars Lego. It's Lego <laughs> Star Wars. It's a Lego game first. It's yeah. not a Star Wars game. Yeah, and then Kerner just said here, two games in five years, end of story. Yeah, that's just unforgivable. No, I no joke. They could be wrapped into one game. It was like a beta, which was not good. And then this is the alpha that came out, and it's still got a lot of bugs. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's really funny to think that a professional AAA studio fucked things up that badly. Because the first one that comes out in 2015 has no prequel content. So you're looking at like... 20% of the entire Star Wars universe. Movie universe, I should say, which is ridiculous in but and of itself. just think about that. Well, and even when we were talking about how the prequels introduce so much content, so much new species, so many new planets, yeah. and you don't put any of that in, basically you're limited to Tatooine, Death Star, and uh, and uh, Endor. Get the fuck off the screen and cut it out. And Han. I don't want to be Leia and Han anymore. Yeah, I want to be fucking Mace Windu. I think that... So when we first started the show, it was right after the Disney buyout and they announced Force Awakens and stuff like that. And I remember us talking about how they were blackballing, quote unquote, the prequels. 
and not really mentioning it or including it in many things. And I think what they did, or what it seems like they did, was start with seven, make it just like four, keep all the original trilogy stuff, <laughs> the old actors are back, X-Wings and TIE Fighters everywhere, and ignore the prequel stuff, and you have backlash from that. Especially Battlefront in 2015, but people are saying now, especially with episode eight, that we're missing all that old stuff that made the universe so freaking huge, and all the stuff they added in the prequel, uh, prequel era. So now I think they're finally coming around, but the only problem is they're taking fucking forever to do anything about it. Well, and the other big issue is there's not only one type of game. You don't have, yeah. I mean, can it be like a KOTOR, like storyline RPG? Can it be? <laughs> <laughs> can it be? Um, but you know what I'm saying? It yeah. doesn't have to be a war first person. It could be an RPG. It could be some tactical shit. You know, let's let's get fancy with it. You got so much opportunity. So much. Mm-hmm. Give me a fucking TIE Fighter X-Wing game alone. That was the one part of the Battlefront that worked really well. Pull that out and make it an entire thing and you have to do certain missions with it. Uh, you know, just random shit. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Why? I'm ready. There, there also needs to be just a full storyline of the of the Starfighters. Yeah. Let me, let me fly into Scarif, take out the fucking cock ring around the, the, the planet and then you got to go down in and it just make it like a, a tiered thing. Well, if they included as much variety as we have in Battlefield 4 and even in the other uh, the 2004 and 2005 Battlefronts, you could be on a Scarif match and have the option to be in an X-Wing or a U-Wing or be on the ground Patrick or be Ewing. up in space. Like You should have the option to do all those. Yeah. And one thing that the 2015 Battlefront did do really well is that DLC for Scarif, where you start in space, have to break through the shield gate, then you have to land on the beach, then you have to storm the fucking base. Like it's exactly what I want. We need more of those because we've talked about how the um, what's it called, the Galactic Assault, is bigger and more expansive than like Blast Mode in Battlefront Two. But still, you have two vehicles going to three different points, and you have to blow them up along the way. It's really the same thing every single time. Yeah, it's upsetting. So. Just overall, it's upsetting. There's not a, like a, it's like a forced flow. There's no, there's no huh. randomness. There's no random randomness to the battle, which can happen. Like if one ship breaks through your lines, everything's fucked. Yeah. But on this, no, you're going to spawn way the fuck back there and run back in. I don't know. I'm done bullshitting I on was, the game. Well, I'm actually, just excited for the the possibilities of moving forward. Off true, of VA. true. And based on what you said just now, I was thinking about Battlefield the other day and how we only play Conquest mode. And you'd think it would get boring playing the same exact mode on the same maps. Because different shit happens at every different I was, map. Yeah, exactly. Because it's there's so much variety because anything can happen. The whole team could decide to rush this one command, po- uh, command post. And that's a whole totally different start to the battle than you've ever seen before. So Right. One team could be all vehicles. One team could be all snipers. It, yeah. And it's just... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this just opens take a deep up. Breath. Yeah, this opens up some room. Black Panther's back there. Oh, speaking <laughs> of uh, T'Challa's back there. T'Challa. Um, yeah. So I'm. I hope that this goes through. This opens up some possibilities. And I know that there's been um, talks about a an action game. I think because uh, Sneaker Bags brought up on one of the Patreon calls, Battlefront Three's postponed indefinitely. 
first of all, why are they even working on Battlefront 3? Fix the game. But it's postponed because they're getting this action game out in 2019 instead of another Battlefront. They so, should just do another Republic Commando and hope. fucking perfect it. Republic Commando, dude. Oh, my God. Do like a Mass Effect squad-driven That'd be fucking sweet. RPG in the Star Wars universe. Okay, just make KOTOR 3. It doesn't have to be specifically KOTOR 3. I'm just saying, yeah. make a game where I can build my character, choose different ways, and it affects the universe. Yeah. Why, why is it that difficult? <laughs> it's not. It's the not. point. It's not. It's not the Jedi way. <laughs> Apparently, it's not it's the not EA the way. It's not the EA way. <laughs> oh, fucking EA. Well, hopefully, they're out um, of our hair soon. Yeah. What? So, have you been gaming at all at, at anything? Dude, I haven't. And it's been really frustrating. I've been playing more board game stuff than I have anything else. I've had this Fallout board game for a while, and I finally busted it out last week when Tra uh, Tommy Boy was in town. And it's like many board games, the first time you play it takes like six hours to set up and learn the whole fucking mm -hmm. game. Um, but once we got the, the flow of it, it was pretty interesting. And it's cool how they incorporated quests into a board game. Or like you would start off with one quest and once you finish it, it would branch off into like two options. And then you could start to follow a quest line and it would go through um, like different quest cards just like in the game. Like depending on what you choose, you go one direction or you go the other. It was pretty interesting. Um, but I've not been playing video games. And I was scrolling through my Xbox One the other day like, what the fuck am I going to play? And just didn't have the desire to play anything. Yeah, Even though Dynasty Warriors 9 just came out and I was like, excited for it but for some reason every time i fire up the xbox i'm just like yeah i'm gonna watch thor or black panther or something because <laughs> i've been watching through the mcu stuff yeah yeah i'm back on the fucking kotor train i just it's and it's that it, that's a that's an issue that says something <laughs> the only star wars game i can play right now is from 2003 yeah so i i jump back on that but i am trying to switch things up you know i'm doing full heavy armor um, and I'm doing soldier heavy armor with uh counselor. So I've got a lot of force powers, but I'm also a fucking Hulk and no one can hurt me. <laughs> and it's very, it's very interesting. Cause I'm also, I'm choosing uh force powers that I can use with my armor. Obviously. Right. I remember you saying which, that. Yeah. Which I can't use lightning, which <clears throat> sucks, but mm -hmm. I can use like insanity plague. You can still droid. use insanity with armor on. Yep, and I can use kill. I can use. There's so much stuff that I, I can never still even, use. I'm I like, never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. As I was driving around the other day, I don't, I don't know what I was listening to that made me think of Kotor, but I remember you saying that in the group chat that you were going to do just as badass with a lightsaber as possible and still wear heavy armor, and that made me want to go fire it up and start a new character. So I might do that later tonight. I'm also using a blade, so I'm using one lightsaber, but also the. The Wookiee blade you get on Kashyyyk. Ooh, interesting. Which is up, which is upgradable, and it's a lot stronger than my lightsaber. Yeah, that's what. So my, I'm, uh, I'm, dual, I'm dual wielding in Kalo Nord's full armor. <laughs> Got a lightsaber and the fucking blade, and I'm just murdering. It's out of control. It's, yeah, I remember the last uh, character I had. I've been had having Candorus with me, and I gave him melee weapons as soon as possible, and they're actually way stronger than his blaster, even though his blaster is awesome. But he does more damage with those than I do with my lightsaber. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Kerner says, since I got an Xbox One, I've played Koto more than anything. Paul's character <laughs> is basically Bane. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Well, also, uh, Kerner and I just got, uh, well, not just, but I just bought uh, um, NBA 2K18. So, oh, shit. first, like, 
first sports game I've owned since like 2006. <laughs> and it was NBA 2006 2K. <laughs> it's always NBA so, 2K. It's been like 12 years since I've played a game and it's so hard. It's so hard to play, but uh, it's fun. It's different. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, I've never liked really sports, so I've never really liked sports games, except for NBA Jam. That was one exception. That, the most unrealistic uh, sports game ever made. Two, that and, two uh, on two and with, NFL Blitz. <laughs> yeah. Two on two with Bill Clinton. Yeah. That's the yeah. sports games I'm good at. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, All right. Are we going to jump into uh, Black Panther or what's going on? Well, I was going to ask really quick. Are you going to review a beer? No. Or you just you change your mind? Yeah, I, I'm not going to review. Even though I'll say it publicly, I broke my uh, my alcohol truce. Bastard. Um, well, did I say that last time since we went Probably. on uh, that mini vacation to Philly? I think so. F- Philadelphia. So, you know, I'm not 100% on it. So I was going to, th- I was thinking about it, but Yeah. All right, let's do the guess the scene in the Star Wars movie thing since we're not doing beer. This and then one more episode without beer and then we're back. And we got stuff. Thanks again to Steve from the San Diego Sabres podcast because we have a, well, you're not with me. So I guess I have a sampler of stuff from California to crack open in March. That'll be my treat for sobering myself for a month. Um, Let's do the guess the Star Wars scene. I'm going to say, I'm trying to think about it. I'm going to say three and 41. 41 minutes into three. Into Revenge of the Sith. <clears throat> this is going to be tough. I think it's going to be pretty easy. It's going to be a hairbrush scene. Well, you've watched this one more than anything else, so yeah. I don't fucking know. I'm done. A hairbrush scene. <laughs> I'm done. The hairbrush scene. <laughs> Um, it's got to be pretty early that you got to think uh, the first uh, Dooku scene I'm gonna, takes a little while and so does, you know, Grievous. Yeah. I'm going to pass you by like three minutes and say Anakin's dream about Padme. Okay. Pissed. Pissed he is. <laughs> All right. Let's pull the shit open real quick. It's probably going to be some bullshit. I was, well, I was think thinking about, about the... Um, one of the Anakin Palpatine scenes, but I didn't know really which one. Uh, Yoda uh, counseling Anakin was a, a, another good guess, but I'm going to stick stick uh, with my uh, hairbrush. <clears throat> All right, 41 minutes is Obi-Wan, Mace, and Yoda in the gunship talking about how Anakin is, is or is not the chosen one about to blast off for Kashyyyk. They're already going to... Wait. No, not going off to Kashyyyk. I just saw Wookiees, so I got confused. Yeah, there's Wookiees and shit. Yeah, but it's right when they're, when they're like, Anakin's not the chosen one. He's a fucking jackass. That's right after they told him to spy, and he didn't take to his uh, assignment, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> is, that, is that what we're talking about? He, yep. he is the chosen one. Yeah. No, fuck off. Is he not the chosen one? Is he not supposed to be going to do all this shit and then kill everybody? Yeah, that's it. Well, we're both wrong. Both drumbuses. Wrong. Yeah. All right. Black Panther. What the fuck happened? My keyboard turned off. You're not trying hard enough, clearly. (laughs) My keyboard's failing me. It's turned to the bleak blackness of the dark side. God damn. Stop pressing the buttons. I can't. 
<laughs> All right, guys, it's we're going to get anything. into uh, Black Panther here. I saw it Sunday. You saw it Sunday as well, didn't you? I did, yeah. I had to wait. The wife was not having it for some reason. So what were your initial thoughts about this so-called great movie? So-called? Oh, man. Is that what's going to happen? <laughs> uh, I obviously loved Black Panther from Civil War. So going into it, I know absolutely nothing about the character. All I know is what we've seen in Civil War, which I loved. Um, that's pretty much all I knew. I, I didn't expect anything else. So I was open to uh, excellence, I guess I would say. And I was pleasantly surprised. I was entertained from start to finish. I was really intrigued by how they had the, how Wakanda was, I thought it was really cool that it was a blend of like their tribal heritage and crazy advanced technology, even crazier than Tony Stark ever had so yeah cool juxtaposition there the setting was cool uh i'm trying to think of complaints but why don't you reel off your initial thoughts expectations um i didn't know what to expect i don't know the background of black panther um i thought that it was awesome it was a really good movie uh what did you try to mean earlier when you said this so-called great movie? Well, everyone was uh, assuming it was perfect. Assuming it was perfect? What do you mean? It just got know. really good I, reviews. It Yeah, it did. I said it just got really good reviews, not like it oh, was okay. perfection on a fucking screen. No, I've, I heard a lot, of, a lot of hype about it, and I didn't know what to expect going in because I don't know anything about him. Um, but I thought it the background story to Wakanda... And the Black Panther and the whole the whole thing was so perfect. Um, even the fact that, like you just said, it, it was kind of a cool infusion of like alien technology and African culture. Yeah. And it fits so well. And they had that, but they had the African culture ingrained into everything. The so fact sweet. they had tribes, the the garments you, they were wearing, the clothes that they were wearing, mm -hmm. um, the showdown that they had on the fucking riverbed or whatever um i thought it was perfect you know that it all made sense it, it you know um yeah i was i was pleasantly surprised the the couple shaky things were, were very minor minor um well and before i forget the fact that you said it was almost like more advanced than tony stark mm -hmm. i that's the first thing i thought was like man this Technology's been around for a thousand years. The fact that Tony was just rich and like made some machines makes him a superhero. But the fact that this stuff's been around like negates Tony Stark. Why do you need Tony Stark? It's kind of true. I'm, I'm like, really we, curious. We have a guy in a suit that absorbs energy and can't die. That was and he's so cool. Like, the only thing he can't do is fly, but all he, just buy some Tony Stark, Stark shit. Boom. Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark. I'm Boom. really curious to see now that... Uh, I don't know if you watch the post credit scenes, but now that Wakanda is like open to the world, once he meets and like has a longer discussion with Tony Stark, I wonder how like that's going to influence his Iron Man suits or if he's going to change anything or if he's going to get some vibranium upgrades or anything. So unfortunately, I missed the second one. I thought they were done with it. You dangus. So I am assuming that's the one that he talks to Tony. He doesn't talk to Tony at all. Oh, what's I'm the just second? saying. I'm 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 wondering if in Infinity War or something. Now that so the first one is um, he goes up in front of the UN and says, "We've been in hiding forever. Now we're going to finally I'm come out." out. Yeah. I want the world to know. Rwanda has it. 
Raquanda. <laughs> Let's stop that right now. Um, I need a beer. <laughs> but he says, me too, man. I'm telling you. Um, and I'm, I have to look at land grant all day and I'm just like salivating. <laughs> Smelling. Um, Saturation. <laughs> Spatchitation. Spatchitation um, of the man goes, panties. Anyways, we can try to fucking get through this. He goes in front of the UN. He says, we've been in hiding forever, but we're going to finally come out and share our, text, our texts, share our tech with you and share what we've learned and our, our wealth and everything like that. So mm-hmm. that's what made me think about him introducing some uh, some upgrades to Tony Stark or something like that. And Tony then, Stark or Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. Well, who makes Spider-Man suits? Tony Stark. And then the one at the very end was um, Winter Soldier in hiding in one of the huts in Wakanda. Because you remember at the end of Civil War, um, Cap took him to uh, Black Panther's place in Wakanda, and they're in hiding. When? Which movie? At the end of Civil War. Do you not remember that? That was one of the post-credit scenes in Civil War. So Cap, you know, at the end of the movie, finally saves Bucky, um, almost kills Iron Man, and then he goes with... With Black Panther back to Wakanda. So Cap and Winter Soldier are in hiding in Wakanda. Who the fuck was that? Uh, Why are you so pissed the, about I, that news? I, li- <laughs> I like that the, the two white dudes in the movie were Bilbo Baggins and Schmeagle. That's so funny. The uh, one part in when they have uh, Andy Serkis tied up in the interrogation and he screams that they stole it. <laughs> All I could think of was fucking Schmeagel. Stole it! Yeah. Um, no, they were great too. I didn't expect uh, Andy Serkis to go out that early on. I thought he was going to be throughout the whole movie. Uh, he fucking killed it too. Yeah, he was great. This is the first time I've seen him in a not, not CGI. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I was like really astounded with his skills. Well, it takes extra skills to do the mocap thing. And with we were talking about the Planet of the Apes stuff that he did and Snoke, where his face like isn't on screen. It's yeah. just all of his emotions. Um. Yeah. So I, yeah, he killed it. I didn't expect him to be such a badass, and him fit the role. Yeah, dude. It was exciting. It was awesome. <laughs> so, any gripes about the the movie? I don't know if I'm totally in love with the villain. That's what other people were saying. I was okay with him. the 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 gripe I had was his buddy that turned on on the Wakanda. So quickly, his like first in command when he came back and was like, I, I couldn't kill Schmeagol. Oh, and he's yeah, like, yeah. you should have. I fucking hate my culture and fuck this. And I'm like, right. whoa, dude. Well, what are you doing? Because his girlfriend is the general. It's like pretty much second in command, like in charge of the of the forces. So I was surprised um, with that as well, that he like just fucking turned traitor so I th- quickly. I thought the uh, the background of the villain, I forget his name, Full Throttle or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's that bad. Um, I'm surprised they kept it. Killmonger. Killmonger. I was I, I kind of understood like his background and his purpose though, because yeah. he, he was born of that descent, but he was treated like a piece of shit, like everybody else that could benefit mm-hmm. from you know the the adamantium or whatever the fuck the, the stuff is. Vibranium. What vibranium? Yeah. So I, I completely understood. Now the fact that he was like tearing down the culture from the inside out was like, oh, okay. You're pushing it a little too far because now there can't be any more Black Panthers after this one. Yeah, that was one thing that rubbed me the wrong way too. That was like extreme. Um, yeah, I don't know. I get, I get his backstory. I think I say this about every single Star Wars or Marvel movie, but a little bit more. 
I think would have been good. I just I just want to know how much Wakandan tradition he picked up until he was like eight and then his dad died and then the rest of his life. Like how much does he know, I guess? And how did he learn all that, like the whole language and everything so quickly? Well, he did find his dad's book, right? And he oh, was Oh yeah, that's right. So he that explains some so of it. he had a Wakandan, you know, history book, but mm-hmm. um Encyclopedia. Encyclopedia. It's like Ray yeah, with I the d- uh yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I th- I liked the, the the action in the movie. I thought his suit powers made sense. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought the fact that they could it, it absorbed kinetic energy was kind of outrageous to be honest, but I was like, okay. Like I don't know what uh, vibranium can or can't do, so who am I to say it's dumb or not? Yeah, so. it was I mean, it was it was fucking badass, but it was a little extreme. Then again, the idea of Iron Man's extreme, fuck it. But that makes sense. It's powered by something. It's electronic, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you if you try to kill me, you're going to try to punch me. Well, since you punched me, I got more powerful. He was almost like a doomsday in a way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you cut off my arm. Now, my ar- now I got three of them. What are you going to do about those? Nope. I think it's... All right, so <clears throat> Iron Man, obviously, when he starts off with the suit, he has to stand in that little platform and have his machines equip the suit to him. And then eventually he gets to a point where he can just open up a suitcase and he pushes a button and it just wraps itself around his body. I thought, and that's cool. I just thought that the suit being stored in his uh, necklace and then just like morphing itself onto his body was just a little weird. But we have no fucking idea what vibranium can and cannot do. So I guess that explains it. But that makes me feel like it's not a suit. Like it's more of like a hologram or like a like an energy shield from KOTOR. You like activate it and it just yeah. goes wow. Hmm. Instead of, but I don't know. Because it, it seemed like a physical suit that you could touch. I'm not a vibranium so, expert. I'm not yet. You know, we got to read up on it. Jacob Weiss old school us on some shit. And then <laughs> how did uh, Howard Stark get that vibranium all the way back in the day when he made Cap's shield? What are you doing? I don't know. Hold on. King T'Challa's over there fucking around? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about the actual comic history, so um, this could be obvious and I just missed it, but I want to know how uh, they got vibranium for Captain Shield way back in World War II. How did it happen? Well, obviously, some people have to sneak in somehow or, I don't know, drug deals or something. I don't well, know. Well, they said What's-His-Face is the first time that they've anybody's like breached their... Uh, Defenses or whatever. Is Cap Shield vibranium? Mm-hmm. Maybe they well because they said the vibranium came from a like a comet or something that hit. Maybe it was just part of another comet or something. I don't know. You didn't think about that. Let's get a bit. Um, I'm gonna show this. So I think everyone was ra- ranting and raving about it first because it had a 97 percent on. Rotten Tomatoes. I actually think it debuted at 100% and is now down to 97%. Which yeah. debuting at 100% is, I don't know. We've argued about that. Like, why can't any movie ever be 100%? But also, to rate it a perfect movie is so hard to actually do. And then yeah. IMDb had a 7.9. The I thought the casting was really good too, though. Oh, yeah. The only one that I, I wasn't 100% sure about was was uh, Warmonger. What's his name? Michael Williams. Killmonger. Scott. No, I thought... 
I thought his casting was awesome because he's been, I think he was in some other superhero movie and then he was Human Torch in the newest Fantastic Four, which was obviously terrible. So it's good to see him in the actual good uh, superhero movie. Um, his acting was great. I thought he branched that, like coming from Southern California, but being part of Wakanda. I think he, he combined those two really well. Like I said, it was just uh, a wee bit more backstory on him would have been sweet. But yeah, hey, you can only I, I fit okay so much into like a, a two-hour movie. So it is what it is. What do you think of, uh, <laughs> this just showed up on the screen here, Andy Serkis's like Terminator 2 arm that like split in half and then launched shit. <laughs> his, his arm cannon. Yeah, I yeah. just... Uh, I just chalked it up as, okay, whatever. I didn't have a thought about it because if I really started thinking about it, I probably would have shit on it. But like, like why? I can't, can't think in too much detail about this. <laughs> so I was just like, it's a superhero movie. I'm not going to try to start trolling on it. Whatever. <laughs> Let him have a fucking arm that shoots. <laughs> I chalked it up to, um, it was kind of like the, the stuff that, what the fuck is his name? The bad guy in Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, Vulture. It's kind of like the stuff that Vulture had. He was salvaging like alien tech from the um, the Avengers disaster in New York and turning it into crazy weapons. I just it was kind of like that. Just yeah. stuff that a human should never be able to do, but alien tech brought it around. Brought it around town. Man, man, team. Yeah, yeah. I I, I liked the movie. It was a good movie. Casting was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Saul Guerrero was great. Yeah, he was. Did um did Dane say anything on the Patreon call yesterday? He was talking shit like it was a Lion King ripoff. No, Dane was not on a call yesterday. Dane, fucking bro. So, yeah. Overall uh, rating or any other thoughts about Black Panther? Uh, three stars for sure. Beer rating style, three stars. I uh, I'll say this. <laughs> I've been I've been getting. <laughs> Not just overwhelmed, but I, th- I do think the Marvel Universe is starting to get watered down simply because there's so much content coming out that I'm just not as excited for it. Um, with that said, I thought Black Panther uh, stood alone very well. Yeah. Well, um, origin stories, it's easier for them too. But yeah. So, but even like uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, of course they have to have Tony Stark and half of it and all this shit. I'm like, look, can we just do Spider-Man? Can we just do fucking Spider-Man? I don't want to see Tony Stark. I don't want to hear about the Hulk. I don't want to have to do any of this shit. So Black Panther finally came in and it was like the slightest like, yeah, there's other like crazy people out there. (laughs) That's all we needed to know. Everything else was Wakanda and Black Panther. So I I was wholeheartedly happy about it. What was the, uh, what was Bilbo Baggins? What was his character and where else did he come from? He was in. Was he in Civil War? Yeah, it was either that or Age of Ultron. I can't remember. And he was like just kind of a commander or something or CIA doucher. It was Civil War because once um, Winter Soldier blows up that building and kills T'Chaka's dad, T'Challa's dad. His name is T'Chaka. I missed missed those two up. Um, They have him in custody and. Bilbo Baggins is like interrogating him. And then I think he leaves. And then that fucking Hammerfell guy comes in and says those crazy ass Russian words to him. And then he morphs into Winter Soldier and breaks out and kills people. 
Ah, uh, and I thought he was in Ultron too, but I must have um, been mistaken. See, I knew I had seen him before, and they were pulling him out of something, but I haven't seen all the movies in a long time. The Hobbit. The Hobbit. So yeah, it's interesting that you say that you're getting a little overwhelmed. There is a lot coming out, but I'm okay Not, with it. It's almost like underwhelmed. Like I don't. You, you, there's so much you shit coming much? out. I don't care as much. I really don't. Hmm. And that's why, like, when when like Get Out came out, I was so happy because it was something different. It came out. I was like, yes, something, something. Uh, just give me some other shit. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is there just? It's it, it's been Star Wars and superheroes for a decade straight. And yeah. there hasn't been a lot of focus on other good movies, which I maybe maybe it's just because you know well, that's what we focus on. But um, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not mad that there's a lot of there's a shit ton of Marvel Marvel movies because they've all been really good, with a few exceptions like Hulk and Iron Man three and stuff. And I haven't seen Thor two yet, so maybe that one as well. And I just watched Thor last night, and it was yeah, it was okay. The Ragnarok one? No, the the first one. Oh okay. Um, oh yeah, that one's that was not bad. I think Thor as a character's interesting, but I think it was early enough where they didn't they didn't really have a grasp on what to do and what not to do. Yeah, they were right about to like be amazing at making all of them, and then tied that with you're talking about the actual stories of like Odin and Thor being in Asgard, and it's it's hard to pull that off. I think they did a pretty good job, but it's hard to make like Norse mythology come to life and make it be believable. But well, it's okay. and it's, it's a weird mix of power because when we think about Thor coming down, he's a god, he's an alien. But then Hulk, he is just a fucking fucked up like science experiment and he can annihilate easily Thor. So like... That's why Hulk's so mysterious. Well, even Black and, Panther, intriguing. I would say he could probably take Hulk or uh, take... Thor out. So just the whole idea of gods and that mythology part of it, it's very interesting of how they they shuffle it into the superhero universe because it's almost like nothing adds up. Hmm. Whoever's name is on the title is going to be the most powerful person in the the movie. Hmm. Interesting. Like really think about it. If you wanted to rank like top three superheroes. Like strongest? Strongest. Yeah. And that could be most intelligent and everything, but I have one that it's impossible to kill him, so. What? Doctor Strange. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I get, he didn't reach his full, full potential in uh, in his origin story movie, so I don't know. Like, And you read the comics, so I don't know exactly how crazy he actually gets. But I mean, I'm sure there's there's ways to kill them all, and I get that, but dude, what I would do for, for uh, Infinity Wars... Doctor Strange should just sit there and someone should create an impenetrable box and put Hulk in it. Just impenetrable. And Doctor Strange should just fucking warp people in there one by one and have Hulk just romp them. <laughs> That's oh, most Thanos, you're up next. Yeah. And then yeah. he's there. And what the fuck are you going to do now? Yeah, man. It's crazy how it's coming to... I think this is why I like the Marvel movie so much is because... You start off with origin stories and cameos, and you're going to come to this head in Infinity War where everyone, Illuminati, where everyone <laughs> that has ever been in a Marvel movie that isn't dead is going to be in this. And the Guardians are showing up. Thanos is finally showing up. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I'm excited to have people fucking die off too. So Hopefully. I don't have to yeah, see they them need on to screen. Kill some people. Um, 
Okay, so tying into your lackluster Marvel movies now that there's a million of them every month, do you think that's going to happen with Star Wars? Because obviously we have sagas, we have the spinoff movies, and then we have the Ryan Johnson trilogy, the Game of Thrones guys trilogy with no details yet. And who knows however many TV series or whatever they're going to make for the streaming service. So do you think that's about to happen with Star Wars too? Don't you think it's already happened? But I'm not mad about it. Are you mad not, about it? I'm, no, I'm not mad about it. But it, it's it's gotten to the point where both of us know it's impossible to keep up with everything. Well, movies There's are a little so easier to keep shit. up with, though. Yeah, true. But they, they well, without any video games. <sighs> so mad. You just got brain freeze from being so pissed. <laughs> without any fucking video games, I think it's it's easier. But... You know, with all the comics, all the novels, all the toys, the movies are are coming out now once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the, now after after Solo, that's going to be our longest wait, which is it's going to feel long now. True, it's going to be a year and like eight months, that's, and then once twenty twenty hits, we're going to be getting like two or more every single year. See, I think that should be the max because we're getting into now. Mar- there's what six Marvel movies this year. No, I think there's four. Oh, that makes it a lot better. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I, just got over... And I think it's happening with Solo. I just got over The Last Jedi. Now I'm, I'm not already even over to, The Last Jedi. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to hype back up for the Solo. They, But they, it's just... I think uh, spacing and timing um, and ramp-up period um, is very important to, you know, grow interest... Well, and that's why I'm super excited about the uh, all the Marvel stuff because it's been going since 2008. It's been 10 years ramping up to this epic freaking event that's about to happen in May. Um, let me see here. So we had three Marvel movies in 2017. Spider-Man, Thor, and Guardians 2. And then 2018, we're going to have three as well. So Black Panther, Avengers, and uh, the Wasp, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I could care less about Ant Man and the Wasp. Too. And three in 2019, and I think after that it gets a little blurry as to what's actually happening. So maybe after uh, Infinity Wars, it'll it'll start cooling off quite a bit. <laughs> Ant Man and Wasp, I probably won't see in theaters. You're out of control. What? Ant-Man was awesome. Of course I'm going to go see that in theaters. Ant-Man was a good movie, and that's where I'll leave it. I'm seeing every single MCU movie in theaters. We'll see. Depends on what I'm doing that weekend. So anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. That weekend, because the movie's only going to come out for one weekend. (laughs) Um, I don't know, man. I don't think that this many movies, as long as they keep up the quality... I don't think there's a problem with having this much content. No, and I, it's it's on me. It's it's not an issue specifically with like Marvel or anything. I just get oh, burnt pardon, out on oh, stuff, pardon, and I'm surprised pardon. that because I know you do too. I can, yeah. Well, that's what I have. I was balls even Star Wars for so long. We had the event, we had the Last Jedi, all that stuff, and now I'm like straight into Marvel for right now. Black Panther just came out. I'm rewatching the movies leading up to Infinity War. And then when Solo comes out, I'm going to be right back into Star Wars zone. See, all that is lumped into one ball for me. Well, so need, I get enough some of dividers. all that. You need some dividers. I just need to get get the fuck out and watch something else. Actually, with that <laughs> said, uh, 
uh, I watched HBO Go the, the other night, um, Alien versus Predator, which is a guilty pleasure <laughs> because it's not a good movie. Yeah. But I, I'll watch it, man. I, it's it's fun for me. I like it. I'm not even a big fan of particularly Predator or the Alien movies. But for whatever reason, Alien versus Predator, the way they fixed both of those and infused the uh, the movies in the background, it was awesome. I thought it was interesting. The movie itself is mediocre at best, but I the the plot behind it holds it together. Fight me, fight me, bro. Uh, I'm not gonna fight you. It's just funny. I'm just gonna <laughs> laugh at you from behind the screen. The safety of my office. Safety. <laughs> oh man, I just I don't know. I understand it's a guilty pleasure. It's all good. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Bad movie, but uh, it's fun to watch. <laughs> Too many Marvel movies, but I'm trying to watch Alien vs. Predator right now, bro. <laughs> I would. And actually, I was looking at Valerian because that's on, uh, oh, on yeah. sale on, on Xbox right watch now. It, Valerian. Um, and there was another movie that was kind of spacey, but not 100% nerd that... Uh, I forget what it was. It was Valerian and something else. So I might have to jump on that bandwagon for a minute. I might have to just jump off KOTOR and go back to like Mass Effect for a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking for something else, man. Take my time up. Game of Thrones. What am I going to do with Game of Thrones? Rewatch them all. I've already watched them all. Watch them all again. <laughs> Damn it. No. Just like I you watched Star Wars 47 times. There's got to be. Uh, I heard good. What was it Black Mirror? The Netflix show. Yeah. I've heard good things about that. I mm -hmm. might have to break into that. I think us too, because we just finished Shameless. Yeah, we got to the last season of Shameless, and I just kind of was burnt out on that too. I was burnt out at the end of season four, but we just kept watching it as something to do. Yeah. So, yeah, if you guys have any suggestions for Mopar, man, I'm, I'm just burnt out on the, uh, I'm a superhero and I can't die, so let me let me make a movie. <laughs> Yeah, some more uh, more higher stakes would be good in those movies. I do agree with that 100%. I think Dunkirk was the other one that I was really considering uh, purchasing because I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. I think that was on sale on the Xbox. I, I really am a big fan of the universe aesthetic of things. Like, I think that's why I like Marvel so much is because each thing can, each movie can stand alone, but it all, it's all glued together with the universe. Same thing with Star Wars, same thing with Thrones, with Lord of the Rings. That's why I always like those and Harry Potter and stuff like that. Like, I don't hate standalone movies or like single movies that don't have any extra content at all. I just tend to like when there's an immersive universe I can jump into. It's too yeah, bad you can't I mean, get so, balls deep in DC because their movies are just like meh. Well, well, they're well, they're. I was gonna talk about their animated films because yeah, there you that. Go. Batham by Gotham. I was going to say, did you watch that Gotham by Gooselight <laughs> or anything? Goose, Goose Light. Goose Light. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't purchased anything. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Also, I I, I just saw um, the discounted Star Wars stuff on Steam. It's like 100%. I thought it was all Star Wars titles were up to 65% off. So um, if you guys are listening live and or listening in time, you might want to check out Steam real quick because... They had some major discounts. And All I think, the way back to like the uh, TIE Fighter stuff. And I was going to yeah. say, I think they had individual items were on sale and they also had every Star Wars game ever on Steam for like $209 or something. Which yeah. is pretty ridiculous. But I guess if we're... Uh, I have this old PC sitting over here. I just need to figure out how to get it fixed and fire it up and 
get some of those old games on there. Yeah. Might as well just buy a cheap laptop. It'd probably run better than that pile. Probably will, but I ain't trying to buy something brand new because I don't want to. <laughs> I ain't don't want to. <laughs> I don't have the money for that. <laughs> oh, goodness. What else is going on? It's been raining for a fucking two weeks. I've had enough of that shit. It we went. actually got a really good snow last night, two really? nights ago. It was surprising. It, they said we oh, were going to yeah, have we flurries, and it, it, within two hours, it was like uh, four or five inches. I was like, wow, this is like back home. Yeah, we got some, a good amount. We were driving back home from Canton on Saturday night. Um, by the time we got down to Columbus, though, it was just rain, which I fucking hate, but... Yeah, I was in West Virginia uh, for the week, and it rained there all week. And then I, as soon as I set back home, which is about a four and a half hour drive, it started raining. And I drove with the storm the entire fucking time <laughs> all the way home. So it was just I. It was one of those drives where you couldn't just like zone out and and like listen to music or whatever. I was like, I had to actually drive because the winds were that high, and I was going I through mountains that. and shit. Yeah, and it, I got home and I was like, I don't feel like fucking doing a thing right now. <laughs> Not I even felt a bit like eight thirty. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, had enough of that. I'm pissed about all of it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be local this week, uh, but upstate New York on Thursday night, Thursday, Friday, Syracuse area. So that's a beautiful part of part of the, the states. States. Part of the Marvel <laughs> Universe. I'm gonna, uh, hopefully. <laughs> what do you think? I thought that this in the theater randomly. That's totally random. But how Marvel is immersed in our actual world and DC has, it kind of is, but they have their own, like Gotham is like a made up place. But all the Marvel stuff takes place in New York. What do you think about that? I I honestly don't have any major thoughts. I th- I don't think it, I, I, I'm just trying to think of how it would, how it differs or how it changes anything. And it really doesn't. I think you have a little more, obviously, creativity uh, options in DC Universe because you could blow up Gotham and it still could make sense because, well, we'll just move to New York now <laughs> or something so, or just make up another Gotham. Do- like, fuck it. It doesn't matter. Botham. <laughs> Botham spies. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it makes a big difference. I, I think it actually adds. A little more creativity because you can have like that Gotham underworld that could exist that, you know, yeah. Bruce can go to and kind of really understand. It's almost like a, a underworld terrace. Like you <laughs> yeah. go you go under the, the like overpasses and all of a sudden the sun doesn't come out yeah, here and everybody's different. coughing on each other. And that's all that, you know, <laughs> you got people trying to sell you fucking death sticks and stuff. Death sticks. It ain't the best stuff. No, I yeah. just it popped in my head while I was watching the movie because I think Marvel's always done a good job of melding the real world with all the superhero stuff. They start you with Iron Man, who he's a super genius, so he doesn't have any actual powers, and then they gr- they gradually ramp up to like Thor and now Black Panther and the Hulk and stuff like that. And I don't know how the fuck Thanos is going to look on screen. I'm curious to see how I feel about this giant purple chin guy coming down and beating the shit out of everybody, but. Um, yeah, so uh, we've saw we've seen him just a flash of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but how did you feel with him compared to like Steppenwolf in in uh, Justice League? 
Because they're they're essentially very similar beings. While Steppenwolf, there's still another level above him because Darkseid's above him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I could be wrong, but I, I, I'm thinking Darkseid and Thanos are like eat each other's opposites and into different universes. So, like the main villain of the universe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because Steppenwolf was just like his first in command. Right now, now that he died, did he die or did he get away at the end? I think he died. I can't remember. See that? That's an issue. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I thought, I thought he looked goofy. What I, Thanos? I, no, I thought Thanos looked decent. Maybe it's just his build and and the fact that Steppenwolf had some crazy bullshit on and but it makes sense because it's from another you know universe. He's got to have like a different style and creativity and you know different kicks and shit. I just really wish. They would have put the actor in a fucking sweet suit with makeup to make it look like him instead of instead of CGIing the entire character. I just and and they did the same thing with Thanos, so I probably shouldn't complain about it too much. But do you but think it's mocap how they do that, or I think, do you think yeah, it's- I think so because it's um, Mance Raider, the Wildling King, is the guy who played Steppenwolf in Justice League. So I was like, it would have been sweet just to see him um, in. The armor and whatever, like when you have Black Panther walking around, when he's not in the middle of a giant fight, he's that's the dude in the suit, so it mm-hmm. blends in a little bit better. So that was my only thing. But that's one thing they do cool. really well with uh, with Iron Man. It, it looks slow, so spotless between him getting suited, unsuited, yeah, him him with no helmet in a suit or something like that. It they do that very well. I was watching the documentary of Industrial Light and Magic on YouTube, and they said they kind of started with Star Wars and were going through the years up to like Jurassic Park and stuff like that. And I think maybe it was George or maybe it was somebody else, but they said when they did the um, like the first round of CGI for Iron Man, they were like, we're in some other crazy level where you can make whatever you want and it looks like it's really on screen and it's crazy. Like, that was a big, huge turning point. I think Jurassic... Obviously, Star Wars was one. Jurassic Park was another big one. And then Iron Man. They just... Like, you can't tell if he's in his actual suit or if it's CGI. It looks that good. hmm It's crazy. Very true. It's true. So, what else is happening? We got the solo... We got solo books and comics coming out? Yeah. So, we were chatting about this in the, uh, the group chat. But we were wondering if they were going to do like a journey to Force Awakens like they usually do uh, and have like a few books leading up to it. So they announced this on StarWars.com. We have a Han and Lando book. It's like a dual cover. It's called Last Shot. And it, it says it's a Han and Lando novel. Um, let's see. So it's not who shot first. It's Last Shot. <laughs> yeah. Final Shot. So Greedo's not in this one. Actually, they should feature Greedo and it should be called Final <laughs> Shot. Uh, this comes out April 17th and I think this is the one where oh yeah so it takes place in three time periods we have that right here so it starts off right before the movie Solo and then there's a section right after the movie and then there's a third section which is I thought they had it up here oh and then after the Battle of Endor so it'll span like it'll span a good amount of time like 15 years or so. So that'll be interesting to hear. Okay. And then we got something with Kira and Han Solo. It's interesting. This is crazy. So this is 
one of the first times, with the exception of Kenobi, that we're used to seeing Han on all of these like comic, de- or excuse me, Harrison Ford on all these comic depictions of Han Solo, and now we have Alden Ehrenreich here on the cover. It's just crazy to see that. I didn't think twice about it though. I scrolled past. I was like, "Oh, it's Han Solo." Wait a second. It's a new Han Solo. Really? You know what I mean? No. Are you seeing this right now, you fucking dangus? No. Uh, just go to StarWars.com, and it's like the second news story. God damn it. Now I got homework to do on the podcast. No, do it right now so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, people that are live right now, um, if you're on YouTube, you can see this right now. But it's just crazy, like I said, to see it's not Harrison Ford's Han Solo on the cover of a Han Solo book, which is it's fucking sweet, man. I dig it. So that's about Han and Kira. That's Amelia Clark's character. Um, on Corellia. So more stuff about Corellia. And then we got a Young Orlando comic series coming out. And we see all the fucking Childish Gambino on the cover of this. It looks so cool. Hmm. He looks so awesome as Lando. And the comic comes out issue number one on May 29th. So it's actually right after the movie. Oh, okay. But... Yeah, just, oh, and then we have some young adult and teenager stuff and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, stuff I'm not going to worry about. (laughs) Star Wars, I am a (laughs) Wookiee. Kids book. (laughs) You know what I'm buying my kids? It's just all Star Wars books. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see, though, you know, all this extra backstory about Han and Lando and everything, so. Yeah, I think that's the key to uh, the solo film is the banter back and forth. And the uh, character development between Han and Han and Chewie, and then Han and Lando. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Um, flashback, really quick here in the chat. Witch Hunter says we did not technically see Steppenwolf die in Justice League because those oh. they they turn his little bug creatures on him and then they like take him away, but we technically didn't see him actually die. Probably lived. Random. Just saw that in the chat. I wanted to throw that in there. Oh, look. Here's your link that you were mentioning. Get classic Star Wars games. 65% off. There you go. Of course, cover photo is motherfucking Darth Malik. Perfect. Hell yeah. Uh, you just... What link is it? Send it to me because uh, they just signed me up. Purchased it all. <laughs> Even though you already have KOTOR, which is the one that we're, they're promoting. I'll buy it again. You know how many times I've bought KOTOR? <laughs> Very true. Very I true. still can't get used to firing up Kotor on my uh, on my Xbox One and having the original Xbox. Wow, 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 wow! Yeah, all that so, shit. Man, the nostalgia. Yeah, they need like to I'm have playing a... Fusion Frenzy or some fucking Halo or some shit. <laughs> they need to have load built into the Xbox startup. So as soon as, <laughs> it, as, soon as you fire up Kotor, yeah, it's da da Oh man, that's awesome. So yeah, that's that's, that's that's funny how music like you think of certain albums, certain songs, and it's like a certain time of your life. Music and uh, smells. Smells. Jet you back to a certain time. I haven't been able to smell for like a decade. What is wrong with you? Yeah, how much time we got? (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the topic of the episode. (laughs) So, yeah. What what do we got uh, to look forward to? What, What else we got? Anything coming up? Nothing. There's nothing coming out. I'm pissed. 
That's it. I think you're right. <laughs> Is there any like video games? We need to get PUBG. We need to break down. Just get it. We do. I'm. I've really been, really, really, really been, really, really, really been wanting to play an awesome multiplayer shooter, and I just really wanted that to be Battlefront. I held out hope for so long. For well, so long. There's, there's a lot of Battlefronts we can choose from. That's true. Well, if I get this PC fired out, we can go back and play a Side the of the police. Dude, I would go for some hardline. Maybe I'll play that tonight. Yeah, I uh, I've been I've been hurting for some hardline because it's a little quicker. It's kind of like the the black black ops. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's no. the uh, the Call of Duty? Cops the, and uh, robbers. Oh yeah, cops and robbers. I don't think there was a Call of Duty cops and robbers. It's just <laughs> Battlefield hardline. I do I have, have a buddy no that I've been yelling at for like six years to get Battlefield. Um, and finally did. So we kind of need to jump back into four. Dude, I'm balls deep at I all points. At all points. I, we tried to play a few weeks ago. I jumped in with you and Deadpoolio. Played half a match. And you're like, all right, I'm getting off. And Dude, then, I played for like an hour and a half. We were waiting for your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were doing pretty good. Yeah. Might jump on here. Yeah. Before uh, Glass Armor gets back. Maybe we should uh, end this and jump on real quick. Um, yeah, I'm down with that. I could do that. I need, I need a match or two to like totally get back in the swing of it. Cause I was, I was not doing good to say, yeah. to well, say Battlefront least. fucks it all up. It's very true. So and then you go, yeah. try, and then I go back and try to play like Dark Souls and stuff. And then, then I get used to that. And then trying to go back again and play a shooter. It's just too many. That's, that's why I like KOTOR. It's one speed fucking slow. And you don't actually have to attack. You just yeah. select your attacks. And then you miss roll, everything. Roll them die, bitch. Rolling <laughs> the dice. That's why Kurt likes KOTOR so much. Oh, no wonder. rolling the dice. Oh, I watched um, Chappelle's two new Netflix specials. Yeah. He said, roll the dice. Kerner yeah. was Kerner was most pleased. Yeah. His <laughs> first one I thought was a lot better. His second one was still pretty good, but uh, it's always nice to see Dave Chappelle back on stage. Yeah, it seemed like in the second one, he got way too high and just started talking about stuff. <laughs> and like left his jokes on the table and just started talking about whatever he felt like talking about. Which was fine with me, but yeah, yeah I thought his first one was a lot better. Yeah. You hear that? It's cargo well, train coming into Coruscant. <laughs> oh, I thought it was uh, Death Star about to blow up. That is the one... <laughs> I want to go oh. around to trains and install, replace the horn with the Death Star blowing up sound. <laughs> and whenever a train's rolling by, it's just, that's what it sounds like. Um, no, that is the one downside to the office is there's giant train tracks, like all the way not at the no, other end of the buildings. Yeah. So once or twice a day, you hear that. But hey, it adds to the whatever. Spectrum. <laughs> the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the universe. Awesome. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys one, tuning in. This is a quick, quick episode. I, I felt one thirty-five. Uh, some, some decent stuff. Black Panther was awesome. Um, if you liked Marvel also, more, we could have talked more about it. But hey, you what do you mean? It. You hate it. You hated it. You hate Marvel. You burnt out. Pissed. Well, that doesn't say anything. That's what I kept trying to say. That's not anything against Marvel. <laughs> I know. I know. It's me being burnt out on it. They Just, could still be making fucking clear-cut, perfect movies, but which they are. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue Squad Podcast, episode 134. We had enough of it. 135, we'd had much of it.
Thanks again for listening, everybody. Don't forget that we do live stream every episode, Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern. So if you are currently listening and not watching, make sure to head over to our YouTube page. All of our stuff is going to be up there. And then we do send the stream out to Twitch and Facebook Live as well. So whatever is most convenient for you guys, we want to make sure the stream is as accessible as possible. And we have the live chat going. So if you want to tune in and ask us any questions about the Star Wars universe or what beer we're drinking, anything that comes to mind, you can join in on the conversation there. Tune in Sundays at 8 p.m.